this week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. It's like a it's like a game or something. Well, almost like a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a Skid. In a game of life and death. I don't think we're all making it out of here alive. No. That's my guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say probably not. A whiskey gambit. So, uh, yeah, you guys want to split the party God. a little bit? We'll put lives on the line. I say, yeah, I say, keep your fucking mouth shut or all dead. But Baron will never lose hope. You go back to Shinneman's fortune and you tell them that the light of Yomadai, the sheriff of True Now, the specter of death, and a warrior from another world send hope. <laughs> <laughs> I need to write that down. <laughs> the adventure continues now. What's going on, everybody? Troy Lavalley here. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to all our GCP listeners all around the globe. We have a very special Christmas episode this week. Well, that's that's not really true. It's just an episode, and uh, it happens to occur during the week of Christmas. But I believe it does involve some mistletoe. I'm sure that's a spell component in perhaps one of Della's uh, mega spells. Anyways, I want to give a couple shout-outs this week. First of all, to April Westervelt, who sent us a huge package full of craft beer from the beautiful city of Portland, Oregon. I mean, this box had to be 50 pounds full, and I am still considering sharing it with the rest of the guys. Thank you, April. That was insanely generous of you, and uh, it's keeping me well-lit over the holiday season. Uh, I also want to give a big shout-out to Clara Lee, who sent us these homemade little... Dolls. They're like those pop dolls, but these are hand-sewn dolls of all the GCP characters. So there's a Gormley, there's a Della, there's a Howie the Greenstick Scorpion, a Baron, a Galabras, and a Lork. I mean, there's everything. I even got a Troy LaValley one. Or Tom Exposition. We're not 100% sure. I can't even imagine how much time that took to make. So thank you so much. We're going to get some pictures up on the Tumblr pretty soon. And a shout out to your husbo, who is back playing RPGs because of the glass cannon. Hope you're enjoying it, man. And I hope you're enjoying the burritos that Clara makes while you guys game. From all of us at the GCP, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday Season. Enjoy this time because it only happens once a year. But you know what happens every week? A new episode of the GCP! So here she is, episode 82, Ogre My Dead Body. Guys, it gives me great pleasure that for the first time we can say this and really mean it. Grant. I'm Omelo. <laughs> Grant is playing Omelo today, finally. I, wa- I wanted to say that I'm Omelo and I'm ready to cook up a big plate of whoop ass on any other Cyclops that comes down the Omelo's road. Omelo's a WWE wrestler. Cutting <laughs> <laughs> promos on ogres. Listen, listen to me. Smell what I'm cooking. Listen to me now, Mr. McMahon. I'm coming for you. <laughs> listen to me now, Volstice. You come here all tough with all your giants. And I'm bringing heart spit with me. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to the corner is the Nar Grimkins, tag team champions of the world. Um, so, yes, Baron, you finally get to be Umlo. Um, that was a crazy combat. I, I think you guys played it really well. I, I said briefly in the middle of it, like, those one of the, that's one of those combats that when I was reading and then when I was watching, I was like, I want to play in that combat. I want to be a, a PC that gets to play that. Because when you, when you play these encounters, I think it's really like a puzzle. Do you guys ever think of it as a puzzle? It's like, you know, obviously I'm rolling dice, I want to hit it, but I'm, you have to like, use so much strategy. Like, all right, how can we Spatially, do this yeah. effectively yeah. and how can we do it as a team? And I think you di- guys did a fantastic job. It's like, I, a, it's like a game or something. Well, almost like a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a game. Skid. Uh, that image of Umlo stabbing in with the spear and just as he's pulling the spear out, Sir Willamit comes riding through with the lance, taking a chunk out of his thigh. <laughs> yes. like, it's so visual and uh, I just, I, I loved how you guys so, spread out around it. It really was I, smart. I, I forgot to mention last time one little thing that is cool about his order, Order of the Shield, because I challenged that creature. My Order of the Shield ability with that is once he's been challenged, if he attacks one of my allies, I get a bonus to hit him. 
I get a morale oh, bonus to ah, hit him. So if cool. I see him attack one of my allies, it's just you're just like, ah, you get more accurate with your hit. That's cool. Pretty cool. That's really cool. cool. Um, so yeah, Umlo gets the final blow, takes this thing down. It had nine hit points, did enough damage to do it right to its con. It, it perma-dies. Uh, but speaking of dying, Della, roll a constitution check. Oh, right. All right, Della's dead. We forgot that Della's dead. <laughs> Fourteen. So it's, uh, are your hit points minus four or my less? Hit, my hit points are, no, they're minus two. So you stabilize. You stabilize. Uh, what's the what's DC of that again? Ten plus however many points you are below, below zero. zero. Okay, so, so you, DC 12. She is, however, still invisible. She's right, not, so well, yes. here's what I was thinking. What if she was negative nine and rolled to stabilize and failed and was invisible? Like, we couldn't find her, and oh she was bleeding out God, and died. I didn't yeah. even think about I that. I just thought about that. Yeah, oh, wait, we, but we'd be able to see the blood. Yes. Ah, yeah, that's true. Once we separated from your body. Oh, how creepy. Yeah. You just see, like, a puddle of Yeah, just, like, puddle forming. of blood forming from nowhere. What, what? And Nestor would be like, well, I guess she disappeared and flew away. Dude, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> I, would, I would think Nestor would be the one who's like, where is she? <laughs> no way. I liked her. <laughs> she was the only one of you lot that I actually liked. <laughs> do, do fetchlings have a different color blood or is it red? Oh, I oh. Know. Well, all human blood isn't red on the inside. Well, it's out of you now because you got <laughs> you got hammered by a giant. I did. Uh, Stupidly, because I, I, I meant to say, like, I'll go invisible and then take a five-foot step to get in melee. And then I was just excited, so I didn't say it. And so I was like, I'm in the square. I want to crazy. I want to walk over to where Della was, her last square, and I want to reach down into the invisible space. Okay. Is she? Do I feel her? You do, and it's inappropriate <laughs> where your hand is. I. Uh, but he's a celebrity. He can. Do I, it. <laughs> bottle cap. Bottle cap. <laughs> Give this guy a bottle cap, my All God. Right. <laughs> Thank you. All right. I, uh, uh, I do. Oh, I, um, I fumble around. I fumble around and find where I saw her. She was looking at the demon's blood, very fixated on it. I find the demon's blood. So can you, I do? I'm not invisible. I'm invisible. Right, so I'm looking for her pouch on her now that I can touch her. All right, so you, you're feeling around and you feel her pouch. It, yeah, you feel a vial. Am I able, uh, allowed to anoint her? Will it have that effect or do I have to have that spell? Prepared? You have to have the spell. Yeah, it's a spell, yeah. Okay. You use the blood as an ingredient of the spell. Oh, no, I mean, once he finds her, uh, Willamette will come over and, you know, so you see, gently you see reach Baron, down as well. You see Baron groping at the yeah, ground. Yeah, so Willamette is going to dismount, uh, come over, and then. She's going to only be invisible well. for another like 30 seconds anyway. Okay. And uh, and he will lay on hands on okay. Della. Eleven hit points of healing. Nice, nice. Della's <coughs> and I I immediately hand her her vial, and I say I, I don't like it, but you need it. Thank and you very uh, much. <coughs> see, Joe, if you were more clever, you would say. That is a vile ritual. <laughs> yes, clever? If, if I was. If, if, you're, if you're more clever. If I was clever, yeah. I'll start writing you some jokes. Thank you. Thank you. I'll just hand you a note card. <laughs> what is the deal with demon's blood? <laughs> so uh, Della will use the blood and the extended metamagic wand to give herself fast healing. Ah, uh, okay. So 20 hit points. And uh, just shaking his head. Nestor kind of slides out of the woods and walks past everybody to the body of the giant and uh, whips out his uh, his Johnson. He starts pissing on it. <gasps> we haven't even searched that yet. <laughs> <laughs> his pisses on it when he's done. Like, zips up, buttons up, spits on it, turns around and say, right, now what? <laughs> what, what do Baron and uh, um, Willamette do when they see this? Anything? Um... No, I mean, I just think that he's crude, uh, obviously, and don't really care too much. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna take. He wasn't a look raised over, right. Yeah, I'm gonna take a look over the body, um, do a perception. Sure. Natural one. Uh, he's alive. You're like, <laughs> you say this is no halfling. Umlo <laughs> um, rolls a twenty-five on the body's contents. Um, yeah, all it's where all it has is its great X. It has no, no belongings on Got it whatsoever. Magic great X or no? Nope, not a magic great X. I mean, it is natural a, armor. Huge great X. Uh, yeah, just all natural armor. Can well, we? Can we? Uh, plus fourteen to natural armor. Can, <laughs> can, oh God. Can, can the dwarves appraise the axe just to double check 
just for fun? Uh, sure. Uh, natural 20. It's worth it's worth more than a normal great axe, but but not much. You know, couple, okay, so we'll leave it here. Yeah. Uh, I it's heavy for you to carry this thing around. Yeah, it's huge. Baron goes back to his horse and uh, attempts to revive it to to kind of do it and, and says, Willamette, Willem, what's my voice? I have two characters now. I don't know which voice. <laughs> is. Will, could you help me look at the uh, horses? Ten to them. Yeah, so Will, you come over and Umlo and Nestor's horse pile of ashes. Umlo and Baron's horse are not there. I mean, they're they're dying. Okay. Della um, whistles and Reginald comes trotting back. <laughs> right. I'm sure you guys could stabilize them if you want, but they're just like, they're in really bad shape. Could you, can a horse be healed by a channel? You can heal it. It's, this is a decision you need. Yeah. They're negative um, one right now if they stabilized. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will, uh, I will channel positive energy. Nice. Let's get Nine points of healing for everyone. Nice. Is anyone else hurt? Will, did you take damage? Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to hit myself with the wand as well. Okay. I'm seven points down if it... You want... You, I think we should. You want some wanding? Uh, yeah, not a bit of wanding. So wait, we have two wands now. And uh, yes. Sir Will has one we said off air, right? Yep. Okay. Did we get a full... And it has 30 charges left? 30 charges. Okay. And we got a full 51? Yeah. I'm, and I have that one. Okay, cool. Can you hit me too? Yeah, give me one second. That thing had spell resistance 20, Della. <laughs> so no hope. Time. Uh, okay, so I won Baron four nine. Excellent, thank you. Uh, and Nestor seven, exactly. Perfect, perfect. Thank you, thank you my love. Don't call me that. Right, I uh, keep forgetting. Why do I keep? It's, <laughs> it's not a mental block. I don't know what it is. Nestor is now horseless. What would you guys like to do about that? Is Gala offering up her saddle? No. <laughs> Baron says, takes off his duster and reveals a t-shirt that says, as you can read this, the bitch fell off and says, get on the back of my horse. <laughs> <laughs> so he offers Nestor to ride along with him. Okay. Yeah, all right. I'm probably fine walking alongside. Yeah, uh, we're not exactly going at a, a racing pace here. The two uh, villagers. Oh, yeah. oh, right. Oh, right, right, right. There yeah. were two people there. Yeah, they, they see, they watch this all cowering behind the trees, watch the entire fight. And, um, yeah, they uh, they come up to you and say, how did you, how did you defeat that thing? I, I thought we were all dead for sure. It was the blessings of Iomadai. She was here to help us and guide us against this evil creature. And Umlo and Della are very good at combat. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never seen a creature that size, have you? I have not. No, it is. Uh, but we are. We do know we're going into giant infested territory. Well, thank you, thank you for saving us. Are I, you from Shimmerman's Fortune? We are. Yes, we were part of a, a group that was taken by these creatures, and we were able to escape in the night. And we thought for sure we'd make it back until this creature came after us. There are giants everywhere in this area. We've never seen such things. Where did they take you? They, they were bringing us uh, to, to some place in the distance. We, we didn't quite hear because we escaped on the first night. Um, but there's another group of villagers, uh, at least a half a buzzin. At least a half a du- <laughs> At least a half a buzzin. At least a half a buzzin. <laughs> there's at least half a dozen bound villagers. Uh, the, 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 dra- the giants are dragging them downstream in a chain up the river. Um, they've left a sloppy trail. I'm sure they can easily be followed, but they are friends, family with them. Do we think it's safe for them to go back to the town at this point on their own? Well, you just came through this area. You know, you were a few hours into your ride before you encountered the Cyclops, so you feel like they'd probably be okay. You okay. don't see anything else. The danger seems to be ahead, and they're telling you that they were with another group of villagers, which you assume is the rest of the villagers that have been taken, because they said that they took a group of them, children, men, women, livestock, and so this is probably that group, and they're, being, they're like chained together, right. being dragged by these giants. Okay, so we recommend you return it at once to Shimmerman's Fortune, right? Yes. Shimmerman's Fortune. We will continue on and try to find your friends. Shinnerman's. Shinnerman's Fortune. I say to them as Baron, you go back to Shinnerman's Fortune and you tell them that the light of Yomadai, the sheriff of True Now, the specter of death, and a warrior from another world send hope. <laughs> I need to write that down. <laughs> and, Spectre and, of Sheriff? <laughs> the Spectre of the Sheriff, I believe he and, said. And, yes. Is that right, is that, Bar- is that right Baron? Yes, yes. Umlo steps up and says, And the Steel Hand will have its revenge. <laughs> 
you guys just mind coming and telling us? To come back? <laughs> we'll, we'll text it to you. <laughs> Thank you, perfect. <laughs> and they uh, they go off. So yeah, you just see this body of a of the Cyclops laying there. You've searched it. It's covered in pee. Uh, huge great axe, and they're telling you the rest of their group has been taken up ahead. Uh, okay, we'll continue on. Umlo could use that great axe if he ever drops heart spit. Oh right, it is a huge great axe. Oh, so it's not a giant size. It's, <laughs> no, it's not large. No, never mind. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so w- do we just leave? Uh, these are always questions for these games. So we're just going to leave this body in the middle of the trail, like this this huge cyclops body and a horse. I was going to leave one of my guns, but put his fingerprints on it and then sprinkle some crack cocaine That's on him. <laughs> Let's just sprinkle some crack on him. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Johnson? Uh, you, uh, I mean, this thing's, you can just leave it to rot. I mean, what are you going to do with it? Yeah, I mean, I get it, it but like, are you, but are you is, afraid of leaving a trail? Like, there are giant killers out here. No, no, but like, you know, being able to pass through, I don't know. It just seems kind of strange. You want to roll it off the road? Is like it a impo- deer? Yeah, is it impossible to move it? Is it just that big? No, no, you could uh, with all of you. Sure, we can hang a sign around his chest that says "Giants Go Home." Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. No, yeah. seriously. Abandon all hope, all yeah. you who entered this area. That's always to giants. This thicket. We should, no, we, we should prop them up sitting Yeah, down no, I like side. this idea. Yeah. Okay. On the side of the road. Like a, like a Western. Yeah. All right. I like that. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. like, like poor Morgan too. Freeman and Unforgiven. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. Exactly, exactly what I was yeah. thinking about. So you'll stand uh, them up. Yeah. So we'll stand, we'll stand them up and put a sign. What? The giant slayers are coming. Yeah. Yeah. I the act- giant slayers are coming. Yeah. That's cool. All right. Hey, that's the name of this adventure. Oh, no, what happened know? for you, Matthew? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying. I'm going to start removing bottle caps for bad puns. <laughs> well, fortunately, you've got none to remove. I've removed so many. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you guys uh, want to continue up ahead. Uh, darkness is approaching, but you see uh, the trail of the giants. It's pretty easy to follow. Um, if you had a true ranger with you, <clears throat> you'd probably uh, be able to uh, like, know, know a little bit more. But I'd like to roll survival on it if I could, unless it's knowledge nature or something. You don't even have to. The trail is so okay. obvious. Um, okay. It's, so we don't need a ranger. You don't. But, <laughs> but maybe someone to ranger. It'd be nice. <laughs> that worked out so well that one time. Um, you see, like, giant footsteps and footprints, and you see, like, uh, it can only look like things are being dragged, like bodies being dragged along the ground. Um, so maybe the prisoners were slowing the giants down and they had to resort to just yeah. dragging them along the ground. It's a pretty gruesome uh, scene. But they're following the path. It's not like they were trying to hide their tracks. I mean, they're giants. They're not afraid of anybody. Right. Um, what do you guys want to do? Because you see these tracks are moving forward and it's darkness is approaching. So are you going to try and take this by, you know, kind of, do you want to do any sort of stealth in this situation? Do you want to just keep moving forward and hope for the best and hope you're undetected? I mean... Because you feel like... Like tie up the horses and go in in infiltration style? Yeah, because you got the sense from the villagers that they couldn't be too much farther ahead. You know what I mean? So you're going to encounter them, you would think. So it depends. Do you want to just kind of go up and see what happens or do you want to try and get the jump on? Personally, I'd like to try on a cover of darkness. Della... Surprisingly enough, agrees. Mm. I'm afraid that Lexington and I are far too loud to sneak up on anyone. So we could hang back if you'd like, if you'd like to scout. Umlo and Baron have a nine and ten stealth, so we could attempt it, and we could finally abandon Joe in the woods instead of the other way around. <laughs> I prefer to not be left completely alone. <laughs> to, 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 always, to be perfectly honest, you'll always have Lexington. <laughs> yes. Watch out for Trusty fighters. Lexington. <laughs> Watch out for eight-legged cats, okay? <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you guys want to split the party oh, a little bit, where some of you who are the less stealthy among you are going to stay behind, and the others will move forward and try and catch whatever the situation is unawares. Well, Lexington has a pretty significant movement speed, right? Uh, yeah. So we could, like, signal back to you every, you know, 50 feet or so that you can approach, right? Like that we, We'd uh, stealth ahead. And then if it's clear, we like, Well, if it's not too dark out, yeah. It's up to Troy. I mean, you know, I don't have any... Nestor said he for, wanted to wait for darkness, so if you kind of, like, bide your time... Um, but I won't be able to see them, is what I'm saying. I, like, I think you guys would have to, like, literally just scout, and we, like, maybe Umlo and I wait or something, and you three go. 
What I'll do is every time we want to signal him, I'll take a pull off my cigarillo and he can find the ember in the darkness <laughs> and find us. <laughs> Uh, I think Umlo can also stay back. Uh, that way, you know, that's one less roll to fail. And uh, <laughs> that way, uh, it'll also protect um, Willamette. Yeah. All right. So, uh, split the party. Split the party. So, Nestor, I'm sure this is your jam, like under the cover of night. Yeah. You want to, like, stealth up there, leading with Della and who else? Baron can go. If a plus 10 sounds like it would work. Yeah. All right, so you want to go Baron, Della, and Nestor. Yeah. All right, so I'll let you all roll your stealth check. The lowest check is the check we're going with. Okay. 22. 24. 25. Whoa. Awesome job, guys. All right. So Nestor is the loudest. The loudest. (laughs) Oh, wow. It's his his bow. He's pissing on everything he sees as he goes past. (laughs) Anything that's larger than normal. He's marking his territory, mate. (laughs) Della has her scimitar out, but she does not have it on fire. Ah. Mm. Move action to light it on fire? Standard. (laughs) Yeah. I love rules. (laughs) All right. So Nestor, Della, and Baron. Sheriff, little deputy, and... Uh, what, do you, what are you? The criminal. The Cri- criminal. criminal. <laughs> right. The good, the bad, and the one that was in jail. Yeah. <laughs> the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, you guys go ahead. Umlo and Sir Will left behind. And you guys eventually see a fire in the distance. A campfire. And you hear... <laughs> And as you get closer, the grumbling uh, becomes words that you understand. I don't understand why we can't just eat one of them. We're hungry. We're starving. No, I told you we will not do that. Let's just roast half of one and we'll save the other half for later. No, that's absurd. We will keep these captives alive to use as a bargaining chip with gristle crack. Gristle crack. Gristle crack. And that mm. just kind of continues. You hear them arguing back and forth. There's one guy who's like seems to be in charge, arguing with that. And if you keep moving forward, you see four ogres oh. sitting around a campfire, and then beaten, downtrodden uh, humans all chained together, like lying chained to a tree. Baron uh, turns to Della, and then keeping with our earlier theme, he says. These are some bad hombres. <laughs> and uh, they're, not, they're not sending their best. Should we try to get Sir Will to charge in as soon as we attack? <laughs> we, could, we could get them unawares while we... I could fire a gunshot, which would let them know the battle's coming. And he's so valorous. He's so valorous <laughs> that he's going to charge in to save us. He's a brave man. He'll know what to do. <laughs> and of course, Umlo... Umlo apparently is a stone cold killer, so he'll come in and help us. Della will also offer to go fully invisible and see if she can pick the lock on the chain. Ooh, it's interesting. Well, I like that. And then just before we start the battle, that. Or can you wait? Can you cast invisibility, or this is something you're just doing? I can cast invisibility. Also, why wouldn't you invisible Nestor to, oh, to yeah. pick the lock? We can both go invisible, but yeah. He might not care. It would be, <laughs> do it. but it's it's really cool though because we'll, we could get a surprise round off and sneak attack will go off. It'll be great. Yeah. So Della will offer to make us both invisible and go take go free the hostages to give us an advantage, a tactical advantage of chaos in the camp. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I yeah. love it. Okay, so I'm going to use up the wand of invisibility. Can you make me? Oh, oh there's only two left. There's only two left. Oh. Uh, so you have two charges left. Well, hold charges. on, before you cast them, what's the full plan? Okay, so I was so the two of us go in and unlock, free the hostages, and then Baron shoots off his gun like he was saying to to draw their draw their attack, and then Will and Umlo charge in. So how many rounds would it be until I got there? Because <laughs> I could I could cover 140 feet in a round. So assuming they get the jump, which we can't assume. You fail a stealth check and they perception, you're not going to get the surprise round. But assuming combat begins, you guys could get there by round two. Okay. This is cool. I mean, like I could be in a position to charge in and maybe attack in round two, or after round two, I will be at the where I can see them. 
No, in round two, you would be able if you want. If your idea was to come charging into the campfire, you could do that in round two. Got it. Umlo, if he stayed on his horse, he could try to fight from horseback. That's up to you, Baron. But he's not going to be able if he just wants to come in he's, and fight the way he wants to fight. It's going to take him extra time. He's uh, actually probably on Reginald, the best horse. If it's uh, going to take him two rounds to get there, two rounds to get Umlo. Yeah, so right. Umlo could start attacking in, th- in round three. Okay, basically. let's do that. You're not on Reginald because he can yeah. run. He can. I thought oh, we were run. walking up here. Oh, that's right. If you wanted, if no, we're, we're going to leave the horses tied up back ah, with okay. us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so. Umlo will run on foot eighty feet per round. Perfect. So I'm two rounds. I'm so if you if round one, you guys can all uh, Della, Nestor, and Baron can be in attacking mode. Round two. Willamette can come slicing in with his lance. Round three, Umlo can join the combat. Before we use the invisibility rod to free the hostages, who may be safer if they just stay in place and don't run in the way, I'm going to suggest in Baron's voice, I've seen what this nasty customer Nestor can do when he has the jump on someone. Maybe we could pick one off entirely if we just take our chances, but... I'll, you know, I'll let you guys, it's your lives on the line just as much as mine. And from where you guys are standing, you see the campfire with these four ogres. And the last time you fought ogres was the courtyard of uh, Red Lake Fort. Right. Uh, Remember? Yeah. Remember the disgusting Yeah, and Willamette has never fought one, I don't think. Um, and the, the prisoners are all tied up on the other side of the camp. So we'd have to <laughs> invisible ourselves around. And make around the perimeter. And stealth right. check. You'd be stealth. You'd be fine if you're invisible in terms of stealth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have great stealth, but... Yeah, I, I would say we if we can, you know, the best bet is to kind of get let the chains loose, and then once the combat begins, let them go, and then Nestor can get his surprise round off. You can get your surprise round off, and then we get like let them let them run. All right. Yeah. Once the chaos starts. Yeah. Okay, so I'm as soon as I uh, as soon as I see you guys uh, give me a thumbs up or something because I have dark vision, I'm going to fire my gun. So you're gonna stay there. They're going to invisible. You guys should go like on opposite sides around or something. Yeah. And then Baron, you're going to stay at the forefront and just kind of, you're going to stay where you are. Or you're going to try and stealth up when they give you the signal. I'm going to try to stealth up so that I can be within 20, uh, 20 feet. Okay. Shall we coin? After you. She whips out the wand. Ladies first. She casts invisibility on Nestor and invisibility on herself. It's boom. All right. So and you guys- she's the wand as she moves. You guys go invisible and make your way to the hostages. Yep. All right. So let's say you guys get there. Your stealth is, you get a plus 40 to stealth. So I'm going to hand wave that. Uh, Baron, Della, (laughs) and Nestor all roll stealth checks. Baron, you're going to be rolling against this ogre here's perception. You guys. uh, Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why is Baron rolling a stealth check? I'm not moving until they're free. So they do it first. They do it first. I'm going to move after they're free. So once they're freed, you don't even have to roll stealth because you, unless you want to try and. I want to try to get within 20 feet so I can really shoot the shit out of this guy before the combat starts. Okay, but so what I'm saying is if they release those hostages, they're going to be on alert. Do you know what I mean? If you want to try and get, catch them unawares, get that surprise round. So I'm going to turn in my bottle cap on my stealth roll. All right. Let me see it. I like how you turned it in and put it in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, you you're just, right. I'll hold it. You just <laughs> revealed it. I'd like to turn this in, puts it in his It, fell, it fell on puts the it ground. In his cleavage. He learned from Tom Exposition. <laughs> Do we have to roll to, to work the lock on the hostages or anything? Or like, I would say it's a disabled device. Disabled device. device. But it's going to be a low, device, yeah. I would, see. I would think yeah. it's a very low um, DC. Yeah, I'm not worried so much about the disabled device. I'm worried about the sound of you doing it. Is it going to... So you have to roll stealth on the process of disabling the device. Yes. All right. Uh, so who's going to roll first? Let's not all do it at uh, once. Baron, you roll stealth against this ogre's perception. That's a 20? The second one? Nope, just one. No, he, he turned the bottle, bottle cap. Oh, I'm sorry. A 20 is the better one. Good thing you use the bottle cap. Baron is able to get within 20 feet. Nice. I was so nervous about that roll. Yeah, so Baron moves up, no problem. And he's like a couch. He's like leaning against a tree, looking around at the ogre. And that one's just, I don't understand why we can't eat them. Stella watches, like from what she's seen, the lock just kind of lifts up. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like fiddles with the minute. Della, roll a stealth. For, to, for you to even get into this close position against this ogre's perception check. Right, so I got a plus 40, right? Or is that what it is? Oh, you're still invisible, I'm right? still invisible. Oh, no, yeah. it's tw- plus 20. It's so plus what's 20. your stealth? Plus 10. So plus 30. Plus 36. All right. Uh, Nestor, roll your stealth. Okay. It's ridiculous for even you to do this. 
Uh, 37. 37. Fine. I rolled a four. Rolled a (laughs) four. <laughs> I, uh, I roll. I roll a six. <laughs> All right. I'm not even going to worry about the disabled device. You're a trained uh, rogue. You're going to be able to disable the device. But so, as you guys come up, the village like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" You see, they have like one has two black eyes. One is just like slashed above the neck. Ugh. There's a little young girl there among them. There's a, a couple of men. There's, there's a handful, half a dozen of these people, and they're all in various states of like, "Beta, are you here to save us?" Uh, what was the name of the alderman that we, the, the alderman? Uh, we, Tammerman. Tammerman Shinnerman. No, the one we talked to in. Oh, the in alderman. The, uh, alderman. Uh, the woman was uh, Krya Straum, and the man was uh, Jerak. So can I whisper that the. You know, Straya. Straya Kraum. Straya and Jerak. Straya and Jerak sent us. Oh my god, Straya and Jerak. So they, they lived. They lived quiet. Shh. I say, yeah. It's like keep your fucking mouth shut, or we're all dead. He says that to the little. He says that to the little girl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, yes. You don't understand. They'll kill you. They've threatened to kill us. That one right there wants to eat us. What's 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 your plan? There's a man that's clearly like the 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 strongest, the alpha of the group. Baron just needs a thumbs up, unless you guys. I still we're invisible. Like I don't know. We're kind of like how do they even know that we're yeah, talking? Yeah, you're not going to get it. Oh right, right. You know? You're going to see pandemonium the, and then yeah. or a or a an old an arrow from old Jolta suddenly hits. That could you could see. <laughs> that. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's, that's the signal. I think that's the signal. There, you yeah. guys get over there and notice they're all chained leg to leg. So they all have to. They run. all have to do that. So you can release one of them or something as a patsy to run through there. But like, <laughs> what's more important? The girl. You want the pandemonium? Yeah, I understand that. You could effectively like chink. Cha-ching, cha-ching. But the more stuff you do, you know, you... Yeah. The more rolls. Yeah. It, but I, I'm not going to make you roll ten different things. Just tell me what you want to do. I look to the thief. Who is invisible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just start, like, unlocking them all. Okay. So Nestor just moves along the line. Ta-tink. 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 And yep. each of them, Ta-tink. they say, you know, this invisible thing, like, moving past, they say, when you see me, run. <laughs> which, which way? Which way? Run. I don't fucking care where. Away. <laughs> My mummy says those are bad words. Your mummy's bright. <laughs> I hope to meet her one day. <laughs> can, Nest, can I light the scimitar on fire while I'm invisible? As long as I don't attack, right? You're pushing your luck, Della. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. So Nestor moves along the line, unloads all of them, and then what does Nestor do? Uh, once they're all free, um, he lines up the ogre closest to him with old Jota. Yeah, and takes a shot. Roll for initiative. All right. All right. So uh, Della, Baron, and Nestor all get a surprise round. All right. It's a battle against the ogres again. <laughs> uh, all right. Who's got over 20? Uh, 22. 21 for Della. All right. Oh man, Nestor's gonna get some attacks off. Yeah, don't forget Umlo. Uh, all right, anybody above fifteen? Uh, Umlo actually has a. He rolled an eighteen on it. I don't so know. He has twenty. 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 Okay. And Baron has an eighteen. Baron has an eighteen. Willamette, Sir Will. Sixteen. Sixteen for Sir Will. Oh, nice rolls. You guys all get the jump on the Ogres. Sweet. They had a collective ten. All right, surprise round for Nestor. Della and Baron. You guys get either one move action or one standard action. Nestor, you go first. So uh, it worked out perfect. I'm actually, I'm going to shoot the ogre across the fire um, closest to Baron. Ah, all right. Shoot so first. through the fire. This is great. Oh, this is so awesome. Uh, 23 to hit. Oh, you hit. And Remember, this is all against their flat-footed. <laughs> oh, yes! Uh, 23 damage. I mean, I could just see this whole thing. It really is after the uh, the Cyclops sign. It really is like a Western. You're sneaking yeah. up on them around a campfire. Exactly. Get around them and then just start shooting. <laughs> uh, uh, 23 damage and make a DC 15 fortitude save. What? What? What did you tell me to do? <laughs> uh, 14. All right. Uh, the sneak attack that Nestor does with, uh, with old Jota uh, is so precise as to cause such incredible blinding pain that the ogre is sickened for three rounds. Oh, <laughs> man! Awesome. 
And uh, I should say, like, even though it's darkness, the light of the campfire is providing enough light for you guys to attack. So unless yeah. they move way out of range of this, it's yeah. not going to be a problem for any of you. Surprise oh round, Della. And he didn't even see where that came from, really. It's yeah. out of the darkness. Yeah, so, so, oh, and right when Nestor does that, all of them start running in every rich direction. <laughs> yeah. One of them grabs a little girl and runs off right there. <laughs> the ogres look around. Della. Okay, tell me, this is a question. If I cast Grease, that does not make me visible, right? That is correct. That is correct. Della's going to cast Grease under the square of this ogre. <laughs> so that's not considered an attack? I no, think, well, it's not. I mean, it's... No, I, don't, I think if you do it under his legs, it's, yeah. it would be considered an attack. Yeah, you're not... I'll allow it. I'll allow yeah. it. Okay. I'll allow it. Della casts a Grease, so a 10-foot square of Grease. Let's say it's like partially under him, so he doesn't notice that he's suddenly standing on Grease. You know what ogres don't have? Great reflex things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's the uh, DC? Uh, it's probably about 14. Yeah, everything. yeah, it's like 14... It should be. It's a level one spell, right? What did, what'd you roll? Roll to 14. Oh. Minus two to reflex saves. Yeah, it's definitely oh, yeah. higher than 12. So It's your intelligence bonus plus one. Your intelligence. So it's a DC 14. Yeah. Yep, so I failed. Yeah. yeah. 14 <laughs> minus two is so. All right. Uh, Baron, surprise round. Baron looks at the ogres and says, For Abria. Oh, okay. he, he fires both barrels of his pistol into the ogre in front of him. That's, uh, you only get one action. That's a standard action. That's a standard, standard action. action. Do both. Yeah. <laughs> Pull both pistols. Uh, minus four to hit, right? That's a hit. Alright. Nice. Touch flat-footed, forget it. Yeah, <laughs> second, second attack, I'll roll it's damage. AC is like six. That's a hit. Uh, so that is... <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> that is 28 points of damage. Let me explain to you what Ah! Nestor, clink, 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 unlocks all of them, fires old Jolter. Seconds later, Baron just, boom, boom, exploding head of the ogre. Yeah! Yeah! Dead. God. Surprise round to the best. Oh, he didn't even get to fully experience the pain that I gave him. <laughs> round one, Nestor goes again. Nice. You got one falling in Greece, and then two here by the fire still alive. Uh, and they're just like, what is going on? Don't... Who's Abria? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take a couple of shots at the one nearest me. Uh, that's a hit, and uh, that is 22 damage. Make a fortitude save. Oh, cheapers! 22. Make a fortitude save. Uh, fa- uh, made it. Nope. Uh, 15. Yeah, made the okay. made the fortitude. And second attack. Uh, miss. All right, so you said 22 damage? Yeah. There's Nestor. <laughs> this, is, this is your cup of tea. God, I love rogues. We didn't even, we forgot. Oh, you don't get sneak attack damage on that first one, right? For catching him flat-footed? Hey, no, I did. That's attack. why he had to make the fortitude save. Oh, all right. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah. Is that the first time you got to use sneak attack damage? Uh, yeah. It's, no, I've done it one before, but it's it's only it's only ever happens when I'm acting at the, at the top of the round because right. I never get a chance to hide. For like the last month, he's been like, how do I get just get a sneak attack in yeah. this situation? It's, yeah. That's good, Rogan. Uh, all right. One lands true, does serious damage. Della. Della is going to uh, cast long arm. <laughs> and move up into melee with the one that's on the ground. That'd be really All funny right. if anyone Still could see invisible. it. Still invisible. Yeah, no one can see it. <laughs> Still invisible, long arm with an unlit scimitar. Um, oh, low. swift action. Keen it, shock it. Keen it, shock it swiftly. <laughs> All right, uh, Umlo, round one. You just make your way closer to the board. Baron. Uh, Baron is going to uh, step right into the light of the fire so that the ogres can see him. Okay. Nice. So 20 feet? Yeah, it's just within 20 feet of the next ogre. Got it. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he's uh, going to say, now is the time. Let me get Baron. Baron's voice. Playing Umlo is so confusing. <laughs> I ask so little of people. <laughs> oh, it must be really tough to play more than one character. <laughs> so sorry to hear that. You guys are struggling with that. Now is the time of your reckoning, boy. Yeah. And he does a... I'm Umlo. <laughs> he again is going to fire both barrels at him. Nice. That is a... It's probably a hit. That's a hit. It's a... Just roll the ten. damage, Baron. Yeah. 
17 points nice. of damage. Woo! Second barrel. Yeah. Also a hit. hit. 16 points of damage. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> boom, boom. Dead ogre. Oh, man. One is greased. One is still alive. Two are dead. And it is... Well, I had all these ogres that were going to do something, and now they're all dead. This one here will stand up, attempt to stand up. Oh, uh, well, which, oh, oh, how far did Umlo get? And yeah, Sir Willamette uh, is before the ogres. Oh, correct? I'm sorry. Sir okay, Willamette. so th- for that round, he's riding closer. Yeah, so so because he heard the gunshot, and Umlo, Umlo should have gone before Baron. I, I, so. I, I said Umlo made it closer, so okay. he's it takes him to round three, which so now will be longer. Yeah, so <laughs> Umlo goes 80 feet, and then. Lexington and Sir Will go blowing by. So you're on the board. Yep, I'm right at the edge of the board. Sir Will. And, um, all right, so this one is going to attempt to stand up in the grease. Do I have to roll another reflex save? Acrobatics. Acrobatics. DC 10 acrobatics. Well, there's one thing ogres can do. Acrobatics. (laughs) (laughs) This guy was actually in the uh, Ogre Olympics. He was uh, really good on the pole. He was a high high jumper. (laughs) Oh, solid minus four to the acrobatics check, and I rolled a two. (laughs) (laughs) Well, technically, he has to make a reflex save. Now to see if he falls. He already did. No, he rolled acrobatics to try to stand up and fail. That means he can't move this round. Now he makes a, a reflex save to see if he falls again. But he's on the ground. He was already the ground. Oh, I see. What well, you're when you yeah. fail the initial reflex save for Greece, you fall, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah but so then that's, that's but, but standing up is not difficult. It's just moving again is. Damn. Greece is a little bit confusing. Yeah. In this yeah. Let's just say you stayed on the I ground. Mean, he's on the ground. What he's happens the ground. is, all right, say you stood up for free, then I failed the reflex <laughs> right. to, yeah. like, move. He's flailing around on uh, the ground. But mm-hmm. it'll try to attack while on the ground. So what is it, minus against, two to attack? Against what? Oh, yeah, you're not there. <laughs> uh, all right, did you want to take an attack opportunity as it tried to stand up? Sure. All right. All right. Then it'll attack it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fell right in my trap. <laughs> Ooh, no. Natural one. Oh, oh no. no. See how he goaded you into that attack of opportunity? <laughs> Got to confirm. Uh, no, confirm. Do, do you have no, I don't have multiple attacks. Uh, yeah, he's not level eight yet. You're not going to pass that oh, one Oh, right. Again, not, not till level eight does oh, uh, Della get to confirm. Rumbling, fumbling, bumbling. All right. Melee fumble from old Della Nine. You want to mess with demon's blood? You got to fumble. Armor smash. Your attack deals damage to your armor. Oh. oh, roll damage. What? Well, oh, so you roll your damage to your damage. armor. It's against the hardness of the armor, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can figure this out later. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. yeah whether or not this will be damaged. Just yeah, roll, yeah. roll the it damage. It probably won't. It probably won't do anything. So it's three d six. Oh no, it's two d six plus four. Oh, nine damage. Oh, that's you're probably fine. Yeah, you're probably okay. Yeah. Okay, keep right. going on all okay. the yeah. All right. Yeah, just know what the hardness is if it's broken or not. If it took more than fifty percent of its. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nerd hedge. <laughs> uh, all right, so now it will, of course, try That's to right. swing at you. Uh, so it's going to be a 22. Minus four. Minus four, so eight, 18. Miss. All right, Well, miss. provided the armor's not damaged. I will say it's not damaged. Yeah, it's not damaged. Ah, but misses. The other one, <sighs> all it sees is barren by the fire. Uh, oh, good, it's got plenty of movement speed. What, what's it swinging, a club? Uh, swinging a great club at Baron the Gunslinger. Uh, that is going to be a 22, Baron. Miss. What? What? Giant sub Oh, giant oh, sub You're good, Baron. You're good. <laughs> These ogres are terrible. Uh, all right. Round two, Nestor. Um, so am I in the darkness? Can I hide? Absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to make a stealth. There's a tree right there you can sneak behind. Uh, so I got a 30 stealth. Yep, they can't see you. Okay, so and uh, I'm going to take a couple of shots at this. All right. Bugger. Uh, 21. 21 hits. And this is your, you're shooting at this one, not the one on the ground. Yeah, not right? the one on the ground. The one that's right next to Baron. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 20 points of damage. And you kill that one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Baron, this one comes up to. <laughs> boom, swings, misses, and then you just see an arrow oh, actually, come through its head. Could you, would you mind like making the fortitude save? Just, uh, <laughs> I, I, there's something I want to do. Okay. If, uh, uh, made it. Okay, then that's fine. Save you, that thing. I, Okay. Bet you it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, all right, Nestor, you've got another shot. Do you want to try and shoot at yeah, the Yeah, I'm going to shoot at the uh, the other so, dude. Uh, plus 40 or AC. Okay. Uh, so 21, 22. 22 to hit. 22 hits. Okay. And 25 damage. <laughs> 25. <laughs> and uh, fortitude save. All right. Uh, failed. Nice. So you uh, got to get you are sickened for one round. 
Okay, and what did you want to do if I failed? No, it's all right. Don't worry about it. Because he didn't die. Okay, and so it is Della's turn. Oh, thank you. Uh, Okay, Della's going to spell combat, spell strike. (laughs) Go for it. Uh, It's a 19 to hit. Hit. Oh, it's good. Does it get a bonus to its AC? Minus no. to it. Minus to melee AC. Bonus to range. Definite AC. hit. Definite hit. Okay, so that's the spell strike damage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Look at him grinning over there. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit down. <laughs> Thirty-two damage. Oh my god! Shocking grass spell strike. I'll stop. I'll stop you there. <laughs> just <laughs> the force of the electricity of the scimitar just slices it in twain, and you kill all four of us. Awesome. <laughs> Good thing Sir Willamette was there. Yeah. <laughs> Will comes riding in afterwards. I'm a, I had a shot! And I see her four bodies of ogres around this fire. <laughs> well done, Sheriff. Very impressive. We've uh, learned a little bit about the art of war since we're actually been fighting one for so long now. I appreciate your, uh, your comments knowing that you're a trained paladin mm. and cavalier. What happened here? Where are the prisoners? Um, you see uh, you know, various sacks around the, the uh, fire, around the camp, probably belonging to the ogres, and then the villagers like all eventually come out from hiding. You see now there were three older men and uh, a young girl, two women, and another man. Thank you. How did you, how did you dispatch them so quickly? That could have, that could have only been two rounds. Nestor, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nestor steps into the firelight out of the darkness. This is like my old dad used to say. The bigger they are, the more fun it is to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, the, if you're, anyone's interested, the chain shirt did not take damage. With It is mithril, so it has a hardness of 15. The chain shirt is oh, a fan wow. favorite, and people would lose their minds if it died. I know. I was really worried. <laughs> 15 hardness. That is awesome. That's all right. great. So let's gather everyone up around the campfire and talk to them. Yeah, they're all pretty bruised. And search the bags. Search their bags. Search their bags. I search his wallet. The ogre's bags. That's that's mine. (laughs) You guys got to pay protection if you want to be safe from these ogres. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, seriously. Nestor is Zarni. The three older men, actually it's two older men and a younger boy, but they're all together. They explain they're, they're prospectors. Um, that uh, they they do business in Shinnerman's Fortune and they happen to be there, but they don't actually live in Shinnerman's Fortune. The other four people, the young girl, the two women and the man, are from Shinnerman's Fortune. And they're all pretty bruised and beaten up. The girl, luckily, is not harmed. Um, Thank you. Thank you so much for saving us. I I can't believe you were able to dispatch of them so quickly. Uh, We didn't know what they were going to do for us. They kept saying they wanted to bring us for some tribute or something. Where? Did they say where they wanted to bring you? Did they they say a name? And then a middle-aged woman, uh, one of the women comes up. uh, She's like, I I, I recall them uh, saying about uh, a a meeting at a cathedral, the, the the Tinder Hall, the Tinder Hall. They, they said that they were bringing us to a, a, a gathering at the, at the Tinder Hall. Can I roll knowledge local? Sure. I'll do it as well. Me too. Say, uh, 22. 23. 19. 16. You, uh, 15. 26, sorry. Baron and Nestor are like, they, I think she's confusing this. She must mean Minder Hall. Mm, yes, yes. Mm. All right, ma'am. Uh, thank you for that information. I'm glad that you don't have to go there, but we're headed there. And we've already met some other members of uh, Shinneman's Fortune, uh, rescued them from other danger. And I need you to go back and help the town rebuild, heal, and again, let them know that we are continuing our journey and that there is hope. There's at least one, uh, a young boy steps up. You should know there's at least one more band of giants that got, went on ahead with more of us, more of us uh, taken as prisoners. Uh, I was going to say, Shinneman is not among them, these people, is he? Uh, if you ask, they're like, no, I, we're not sure if, if Alderman Shinneman was among those taken. They were all bound, gagged, and had leather sacks tied over their head. And the young boy is like, I, I can't imagine any of them are alive. I kept hearing conversations about not wanting to be late for the mustering of, the, of an army for the, the storm tyrant, mm. uh, Gristle, Gristlecrack. Gristlecrack, the storm tyrant. They were mustering an army for Gristlecrack, the Storm Tyrant, and they didn't want to be late. Yeah. Um, hmm. Willamette looks inquisitively at Della and Baron. That name doesn't seem to That's match not, up. 
These no, are no, the, I these saw, others. I saw it. It was the largest giant I ever saw. They didn't realize, but my sack wasn't tied all the way over my head, and I saw it was the largest giant storm tyrant. You saw this. What's the name? Gr- gr- Grizzlecrack. Grizzlecrack. Gr- oh, Grizzlecrack. Biggest giant I have ever seen. Did anyone say the name Volstice? Volstice? No, I never heard the name Volstice. What color was this giant's skin? Blue. Blue. Blue is the sky. He called I'm himself. I'm not good at metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're young yet. You've got a long life ahead I'm of you. I'm just a simple prospector. <laughs> blue is a blue pair of pants. Well, that was ac- that was actually a simile, so you're extra terrible. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that. So that's a what? What color skin are blue giants against? Frost. Uh, frost, frost giants. giants. He said that another band of people that were hooded were, were taken... More prisoners, more villagers, presumably, yeah. were taken ahead by another band of giants. Were, were they taken by creatures like these? And he references the ogres on the ground. Or did they look different? They, they, all, they all look like giants. They were large, large creatures. I'd say, do you have any idea why they separated? Were they moving faster? Do you think they wanted to do something different with you than they did with the people with the bags over their heads. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what, what was going on. They took so many of us, and then everything just got split up. When when Shinneman's fortune got attacked, the giants just all came in and took one group from here, one group from there. We were just among that group, but this group split up, and they went with this this, this gristlecrack up ahead. You think gristlecrack is trying to call himself the storm tyrant or are they just mishearing? It's pretty clear they're like, they're not getting, yeah, they're, they're not, not getting, getting the facts straight. One of them saying that Gristlecrack took him up there, one of them said the storm it's rumors. tyrant it's rumors, is Gristlecrack. So it's not quite clear and they're obviously pretty shaken as well. You know, But Taram Shinnerman isn't with them and they assume that the prisoners that were taken ahead were probably dead because they were being beaten and assumed they were going to be eaten. I'm thinking that perhaps Storm Tyrant is an honorific title given to the leader of the Giants, whoever wins. And in the same way that Grenseldeck was like trying to get his favor and was shunned away, perhaps Gristlecrack is a rival that's trying to get the title from uh, Volstice. Yeah, that's so what I was thinking too. But I was, I was thinking too, but they could just be confused. Right. They could just be saying we're going to the mustering where the Storm Tyrant will be and these people are tribute to him. Gristlecrack right. is bringing these, these captives there. They're so excited to be alive, too. They're all, like, talking over each other, and you've got to keep, guys got to keep saying, please, one at a time. Yeah, listen, 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 all do, all do respect, but you're all bloody useless. <laughs> and you're just, you're just muddying the waters at this point. Why don't you just head back? Is, is it safe? Is it safe to walk back alone? Oh, I'm certain it is. Go ahead. We could also. All right. We, he, seems, <laughs> he seems trustworthy. We could also. We could also rest for the night here by this fire. We don't. We don't need to. Con- and they can go daytime. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. they can leave in the day. I don't think they should be trying to find their way back in the darkness. Just take a left past a crazy-looking cyclops with a sign around his neck. <laughs> uh, but then at least we can. Uh, we can protect them overnight, unless you believe we need to keep moving through the night uh, to find the next well, group. Uh, I mean, I think you, this is as good a place as any to rest. Okay. Um, so we didn't get the sense that they were like, they're 500 yards over there. Like, it's, it's, they're gone for the time. Uh, yeah, and I, yeah, and also, if you look at your map, you can see that if, if you keep moving at the pace that you're moving. Are we heading towards Minderhall's Valley? You're heading towards Minderhall's okay. Valley. You could get there tomorrow. Okay, okay. great. Well, let's, let's Assuming rest. Assuming that then. it exists and it's there. Okay. Yeah. We and, should get the horses. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you go back. They'll be fine. You go back and they're <laughs> yeah. all dead. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you played that really. Yeah, I thought you were going to say they're all dead. With the wound markings of an eight-legged cat all over them. <laughs> I've the, seen this before. With the notes hung around their necks, I'm coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> the eight-legged cats are coming. I know what you did. Ba- I know what you did. <laughs> uh, Baron turns to Nestor and says, Well, buddy, you've earned yourself another day's pay. Let's loot these bodies. Oh, you're speaking my language now, my friend. All right, so is look, everything about money with you? No, not everything. It's also a lot of it is about what money can buy. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, you look through the sacks and you find a set of fine china, a uh, gold <laughs> censer with platinum inlays, uh, a gold flute. A very looks like a very precious gold flute worth a lot, worth a lot of money, and. Um, 600 gold pieces and assorted coins. Oh, yeah. something that uh, jumps those... right out to Baron and Umlo. Eight like a cat. An eight like a cat. A raccoon. Oh, God. My eyes. Uh, this is a. 
<laughs> a small marble statuette Ooh. of Torag. Oh. Oh. Okay. Very wow. expensive. Amlo says, growing up with Ingrid, she kept a statuette just like this in our parents' home. It is good to see again on this weary road. Uh, and and Amlo takes it. Yeah. Puts it in his satchel. Do, does any this is like China belong to the people that are with yeah. us? No, no. no see, it's right, now it's there's right. no way. To <laughs> know Sorry, that. Gonna no, this could have come from anywhere. Finders keepers. He's it, not was cle- <laughs> it was cl- it was clearly robbed from the villagers. There is that we no just passed, clear evidence that it belonged to them. Who offered us room and board? It's nice. ours now. We must return it to them. They'd want us to have this for the services that we're providing. Well, why don't we? Why, why don't we ask them? Tell no, me, no, assassin. No, we don't want to bother him. Do you really like to come to, to sneak up on your enemies with, with, you know, a set of china in your pockets? No, I'm not saying I'll carry it. I mean, he should carry it. (laughs) But I'm just saying. Again, if the if the if the uh, vote of the company is against me, I'll do whatever you like. I'm just saying this is just makes sense to me. (laughs) Your opinion is noted. Let's sleep on it. We'll re-examine in the morning for several hours. Everyone go to sleep. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. Uh, all right, so you guys rest for the night, and uh, the villagers rest with you. Um, they feel obviously much safer leaving in the morning, traveling by the light of day to get back to uh, the slowly rebuilding Shinnerman's fortune. Um, so you, you know, heal, get your spells, blah, blah, blah. You wake up, and you continue on your journey. You go back and get your horses, obviously. Water them. Uh, before we leave, Sir Will goes to the boy and just uh, dismounted. He's like slightly shorter than him. Mm-hmm. And he walks up to him, puts a hand on his shoulder, and he says, Have faith. Be brave. We are going to fight this threat. And one day, you will grow strong and defend the good people of the world. Of course, and then yeah, Nestor stops, like, after he leaves, and says, of course, there's always a chance that you could die of some disease before you can reach adulthood. <laughs> <laughs> and he just walks off. <laughs> he makes a good point. Um, oh, Nestor. <laughs> so you guys continue onward, and, you know, that, that stream that you guys um, were following... Can it be a light rain outside today? That would be so lovely, uh, sound-wise. Sure, during the afternoon it rains, but then it, it stops by... Uh, by 4 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> He's okay. gone mad with the power over the weather. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? 3.30. <laughs> Don't toy with me. Want to go for 3 o'clock? <laughs> I never get to use the light brain. Um, so you've been following a stream for a while that, that when you first were at the cottage with the troll and the baby and the Ormvorax, you know, that you found that stream in an overgrown footpath that allowed you to move faster. Well, when you that stream led straight into Shinneman's Fortune. It would make sense. It's a town of prospectors. They would build the settlement around a stream. So you've been following that along the path pretty much the whole way. And soon the, the stream uh, begins to get wider and rougher, and it eventually turns into a river. Hmm. Um, and there's a well-trodden path right next to it. Um, and are, we, are we going downstream or upstream? You're going downstream. Okay. And you would think, like, just looking at the footprints, the footprints are going in all directions, but there's footprints coming the way you're going. So most likely these giants came this way mm-hmm. to sack Sharon's right. fortune, mm-hmm. sack the cottages. Eventually, uh, the mountains around you begin to rise up and get larger and larger, several mountain peaks um, all starting to connect as you descend into a valley. Oh, man. Love Valley? This is so- <laughs> as you descend into this is, I mean, La Valley. Talk about, a, valley. talk about a valley of death. I just don't, I don't think we're all making it out of here alive. That's no. my guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say probably not. As the canyon stretches out before you, you just look up. And, I mean, I can imagine Sir Will being so small. These mountains are just, they look like the fallen fo- uh, fossils of giants from long ago. You know what I mean? You all see this. It's just... Is it beautiful? It's beautiful, but you you feel a little closed in as well, but it's so majestically beautiful. And you're following the stream into the valley, and uh, they're stretching, you know, eventually thousands of feet high. Streams are all running down from the mountains as well, and they're like, you know, probably the icy mountaintops are melting and feeding into the river. Um... It sounds beautiful, mm. and yet the music is telling us it's deadly. 
No, it's that wasn't the intention. This is it's That's good to, though. This no, is a good. nicer music set. It's good. It, it's, there's soon they, there's uh, dread in in this situation. There's an ominousness to it, yeah. knowing what we're about to face. You guys uh, descend into the valley, and it eventually becomes nightfall, and you decide to camp. Oh, again, okay. Yeah, it's uh, so it's now another day. I've actually been tracking all of these days for Good. the first time. I've never done. I've got a calendar. I'll share it with you at some point. Um, a pale moon struggles to peek through the heavy clouds that have gathered over the jagged peaks that hem the secluded valley. As the temperatures quickly begin to drop upon nightfall, the vestiges of the ancient mountain trail become nearly impossible to identify in the darkness. So you choose to call it a night, as it were. What's everybody doing now that you have reached what very well could be Minder Hall's Valley? Della has uh, Galabras' star knife out. It's just sharpening it. Uh, Nestor's just fletching a couple of arrows and singing quietly to himself. Uh, Sir Will is talking to Umlo during this walk. Um, you know, he says, you were, you've been very impressive in these fights so far. It's my understanding you were a cook. I, I was a cook until fate took everything I had away from me. And the suffering I felt in those pits, it feels good to unleash upon a new enemy. I heard of your bravery in those pits, and I know that fighting there is fighting for your very survival, especially fighting against animals. It's a barbaric thing that they do to you and to the animal. I wish that it hadn't happened, but it has. We must move forward, but I believe that you could be a great warrior. You fought animals, and when you fight animals, you fight like an animal. You must learn to fight like a trained martial artist with that spear. I'd like to help you. I grew up training this way, and I think that if we work together, I could help you find the weak spots in these giants' armor. I'd appreciate the help. Anything I could do to exact more vengeance would be welcome, but I want to caution you as well. I've seen your reservations around the infernal healing that Della uses, and I do want to caution you that at all costs, we must show no mercy to these giant monsters. I understand. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, it's not like they're going to do full training sessions, but just tips, pointers here and there, maybe if I'm up for it, just before rest, do an hour of, of like, practice. What's Baron doing? Uh, Baron is uh, by himself reading from the holy text of Torag. And... Um, He's trying to steal himself, and he's thinking about how he almost, you know, took a last name with the steel hand, and he didn't. He has an inkling of he might be a, a member of this Manus clan, but he's feels that if he redoubles his efforts and faith towards Toreg, he will guide him to his true heritage and his name. And he thinks that this valley is where he will find it. Whether or not he lives long after he finds it, is another story, but he redoubles his effort in an, in an attempt to know, finally. And as you guys, you know, prepare for the end of the night, you know, you're setting up camp, maybe Della's starting the fire, Baron reading, and Amlo and Will training or whatnot, you, you can begin to settle down. Amlo hears a voice off in the woods, as he's idling by himself. Amlo. Amlo. Are you there? Do I recognize the voice? It sounds like Ingrahild. <laughs> Amlo. Uh, it's, it's me, Ingrahild. What foul trickery is this? No, no. I, I'm, I'm alive. I burnt you. I burnt you in the tomb of our ancestor. No. I'll not be tricked. No. This is not a, a sorcery that I will fall for. No, no Amlo, you, you must understand. I am alive in spirit only. Please, come to me. Amlo takes, points the spear at the ground as he walks, 
and he takes the stone statue of Torek he just found and holds it, which reminds him of his sister, and he run, rolls a sense motive as he goes. Mm-hmm. I think that's a 15. Oh, I see you. You have my statue. The same statue that I had on my chest of drawers my entire life. Whoa. I can't wait to see you again. Yes, keep walking. And Umlo, for a moment, believes that the spirit of Ingrahild is 15 to 20 feet away. See you next week. <laughs> I don't know if I believe it. It's a wigger. It's a wigger, right? <laughs> God, it's a fucking eight-legged cat. <laughs> Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale, it's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.